Letterman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we shall live. Appreciate you all. Without enough of you, there's no me in this position. I get that math fully and clearly. And speaking of that, the ToddHermanShow.com is the best way to have access to all of my podcasts, radio show news, writing, to the degree that I write. President Trump did it. He made it official. We knew he was going to. My fellow Americans, we will join together and reverse this staggering American decline. And it is staggering indeed. And we will again restore the spirit of our nation. And then we must build and raise up a legacy that will stand without equal in the entire history of the world. With your help, we will create communities where our children will grow up safe and strong, and a nation where they will grow up free, prosperous, and well. And it's not just plaguing, not to disagree with President Trump. It's plaguing almost sounds accidental. He knows this is on purpose. And Donald John Trump has proven himself to be a fighter in every possible way. And this time, uh, President Trump is going to have to be a fighter, like to use a phrase like he might say, like he's never been. Because what's going to be aligned against the president when you think about this and what's going to be aligned against his run has never before been done. Now, that word unprecedented, that used to mean something. This, And then the media started saying what things President Trump said were unprecedented, which they were not. They were said in unprecedented ways. But I invite you to think about what is, in fact, aligned against this president. Let's start with this. Speaking of being aligned against the president, let's start with this. You have, well, this is Steve Mannon. uh, And he's talking about after he was, uh, he had to do his perp walk. They didn't need to do that. Bannon turned himself in. They didn't need to put him in handcuffs. Steve Bannon, of course, former White House uh, advisor to the president. They didn't need to put him in handcuffs and, and perp walk him in front of the cameras, but they did. And then Bannon spoke about how he was feeling about, uh, how he felt about that afterwards. Yesterday was one of the best days of my life. It was a very powerful spiritual day for me. It was uh, a lot of things were, you know, came into high clarity. It was, I was totally in the zone, as you say, in sports the entire time. And, uh, you know, they're not going to shut me up. We see it is you saw from the demonic speech that Biden gave in Philadelphia. Exactly. This is a dying regime. That was a primal scream. And here what they're trying to do, no matter who it is, Donald Trump in Mar-a-Lago, there were 35 FBI raids yesterday. Right. Handing out there's another grand jury uh, coming together on January 6th. The Washington Post reported it. They just reported a couple of names. There were 35 senior members of MAGA. Uh, Republicans, supporters of Donald Trump uh, that were, roll, you know, the FBI rolled in on. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that it's not just senior members, uh, school board members in towns most of the folks in this audience have never heard of, like um, uh, Ording, Washington, school board members. 
who didn't even go into the Capitol, didn't <laughs> didn't step sideways on the lawn. And the FBI went to, to that man's house and he'd offered to turn himself in. He said, hey, I'll just show up at your headquarters. No problem. They came in with a search warrant for his gun safe. He said, here, let me give you the code. They had the code. They could have just gotten in to his gun safe and said they cut it apart. They destroyed it. Because this isn't about justice. This isn't about law enforcement. This is about you will not back Donald John Trump. And knowing what I know about Republicans, well, no, let me say that again. Knowing what I know about Trump conservatives and Trump believers, backers of the president, be they conservative or populist, is the harder the party pushes, Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell's beloved uniparty, I call it the party after Orwell, the harder they push to say it's not going to be Trump, the more committed these people are going to be. And if Mitch McConnell truly wants the White House, that puts him in a real bind. And Mitch is already on record saying, I'm going to win. It's just a matter of time. It's, it's when I win, I've got the boats, it's going to happen. And there are people running against him, we know this. But the president's going to be aligned against the Mockingbird media. Fox has all the signs of they're going to start to align against the president. I understand Rupert Murdoch has said, I'd rather have a Democrat um, than President Trump. And again, what, what is this based upon other than outsidership? Exactly what was the governing catastrophe? It's that the president said proceed peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol. And if truly this was an insurrection, they would have stopped it now that we know there were eight informants, at least within the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. And you've seen that line of questioning. We've talked about that. The uh, the beleaguered, uh, disgraced FBI boss man, Chris Ray won't even say, no, we didn't have FBI agents dressed as Trump supporters in the Capitol before the doors open. He's going to be aligned against that. He's going to be aligned against the, the medical deep state. The public health authorities. Oh, by the way, they're going to shift on him. Just I promise you, and we'll talk about this later in the program, they're going to shift on him. I've been saying this forever. They're going to take the injuries from the mRNA injections and they're going to hang it around his neck. Why do you think Pfizer and Moderna are all of a sudden concerned about uh, myocarditis, which they spent the last couple of years saying wasn't happening from these injections? Now they're going to do tests on this? And still the president... Still, the president fights. Still, (laughs) you could say a a, a number of things about Donald John Trump. You cannot say he is not a fighter. We will do whatever it takes to bring back honesty, confidence, and trust in our elections. (laughs) To eliminate cheating, I will immediately demand voter ID, same-day voting, and only paper ballots. Only paper ballots. I've already read the criticism about that, that it takes us backwards in time. Uh, That criticism is coming from the same people who say the future is choo-choo trains and electricity. (laughs) It's the same people. They're the same people who want to tax us 
in order to keep local newspapers in business. They want to make it official that local newspapers are organs of the state, which far too many of them already are, by officially giving them tax dollars. But they're concerned that the president wanting to use paper voting takes us back in time. And there's a lot more that can be done on the voting front. The vote harvesting is legal fraud, as I see it. And we could go through that, but we've all had the frustrations about um, this pretense that the elections are tight and squared. There is a test out of the Las Vegas. We'll talk about this later on the show. A Las Vegas columnist once again tested the security of elections in Clark County by signing other people's ballot envelopes. Not their ballots. That would be a crime, but the ballot envelopes. In 50% of the cases, his signature, he just wrote their names however he wanted. That's past signature review. And, And we'll talk about that in some detail later in the program. And then the president spoke about something that in one way argues with one of his achievements as uh, and, and even, well, not that I'm excited that the left thinks that things that the president did as achievements, but one of the things he did was freed a lot of people who were in prison because of nonviolent drug crimes. And that's, that's, under, that's, that's not fully contextually true. Some of the people who were in prison that the president got out were there that time for nonviolent drug crimes, but had violent histories. That said, there's a number of people that the president worked with to get out of prison who have turned around and become truly, truly fruitful members of society. And uh, to me, it seems like God has changed them. And there's a place for that in American society. And as if you happen to be a Christian person like I am, we're called to seek redemption for people. We're called to help people redeem themselves because we ourselves, I have to be redeemed 15, 15 times an hour. And we're called to do that. But the president, in I don't know that this is shifting tone. I think it's responding to a major source of death and destruction and, and horrific harm to people in these cities and it's all on purpose drug dealer during his or her life on average will kill 500 people with the drugs they sell not to mention the destruction of families but we're going to be asking everyone who sells drugs gets caught selling drugs to receive the death penalty for their heinous acts because that's going to be difficult to do if you're talking about people who are selling things like marijuana. That's going to be difficult to sell to a lot of people because that's to, to kill someone because they sold marijuana. That's, that's a tough one for me. That's, that's a real tough one for me. In fact, I happen to be someone who believes that there should be great restraint in the death penalty. Hey, if you, if you take life, if you murder people and we know you did it, it's inarguable. Okay, eye for an eye, thou shalt not murder. But I have, I have so fear power of the state that I so don't look forward to. You know, the, 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 the expansion of the death penalty. Now, in terms of cartels, and folks, if you have not been to um, the separate countries of Seattle or Portland or San Francisco, and you have not seen what drug culture, when it is allowed to run utterly, utterly wild, 
and you've not seen cartel run cities. There are parts of Western Washington. There are parts of Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Portland. They, they, you know, that phrase no go zone. That's real. They're either gang run or they're cartel run or more commonly you end up with parts of cities that are run by people who have made themselves crazy with drugs. It's called drug induced uh, psychosis. And they're the people that you think are mentally ill, and they are, but they've made themselves that way. They're the walking dead, and that's a horrible thing to say, but this is a reality. If you spent any time where there have been the uh, the, the, the government-funded heroin dens, is what I call them, like Vancouver, Canada, it is like walking on the set of The Walking Dead. You have people who just congregate outside of this place where the government lets them shoot up heroin. And now, truly, in Vancouver, Canada, the government supplies the heroin. They have heroin vending machines. And the people stand outside until they can get into the machines and get more heroin. And they'll steal. They'll do anything just to get, get, get the stuff back into their veins. So President Trump responds to this. And this is something that the president can do that other people cannot do. Truly. Other people cannot do this. They, they don't know how. They don't know how to speak this truth. You know, this is one of the reasons that I work with Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management. Because Zach Abraham tells the truth. He tells the truth about finance. He tells the truth about a mobbed up system. He tells the truth about 0% interest rate loans. He tells the truth that we are in a chaos economy. If you are close to retirement, near to retirement, you cannot withstand a bunch of risk to your portfolio. So call Bulwark Capital Management, 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. Todd Herman Show will continue. <laughs> I was wondering when that would happen. Now that I'm doing the radio show again, I was wondering when I would forget if I was on radio or podcast. The Todd Herman Show will continue. <laughs> it wasn't even a good tease forward. There are program directors around the country. Do you know, Herman, do you know how to tease the next segment? I actually do. Some of the other things that President Trump is up against. It's, it's Mitchell McConnell, as we played at the top of the show. And it is the intelligence services. It is Nancy Pelosi. It is the Mockingbird Media. It is the Wall Street Journal is souring on him. Of course, it's National Review. And the people who think that they're going to peel Trump away from his ardent supporters, they have no idea. It is not going to happen. There are people like Alex Berenson. Uh, Alex, who I admire to the ends of the earth, is work on COVID. He's very, in my judgment, does it for self-serving reasons. And I think at his heart, he's astonished and and can't stand what pharma does. And I think he's got a heart for that. But maybe it's just because I'm jealous of the fact that he's a better self-promoter. No, that's not true. I don't covet with Alex. But he's he's now warned his audience, um, and it's pretty vast, that, hey, if you guys nominate Trump, I'm voting for a Democrat. I, this is a point of view I can't I cannot understand. When you, in fact, the only way I can understand it is through spiritual blindness. When you have a guy like Chuck Schumer, listen to this man lie. Listen to this lie. This is Chuck Schumer wanting you to believe this is why they want illegal immigration uh, honored. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, We have a population. Wait, 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 wait. You, (laughs) 
when the, these guys, they, they live in the lie. So they, I don't know if he can hear the lie, if he can feel the lie. The more I study spiritual blindness, the more I am convinced that you and I, as we sit here and look at this and say, how can they not see this? Because the Lord Jesus told people time and again in the Bible, you, you, you have ears and eyes. You have ears, but you can't hear. You have eyes, but you can't see. You cannot see this. You have allowed yourself to be so blinded by your own desires, your own desire to be king, your own desire to be God, that you cannot see me. I'm standing before you. Let me start this again. This, uh, sometimes I can't make it to these clips. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. You fired workers. And that's a phrase, that's, that's, a, that's a system phrase. You fired people with jobs. You did that because they would not take the injections. You participated in the shipping of jobs away from the United States of America. You participated in the offshoring of manufacturing. You backed all of this. So, okay, he says that we need to bring 11 million immigrants into, uh, illegal immigrants into citizen status because we're short what he calls workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own. Stop the clip. Sound like the Omaha, God rest them. Stop, stop the clip. Stop, stop. <laughs> oh, that's good memory. Stop, stop the clip. Um, so wait a minute. You're concerned about people not reproducing? Chuck, you sponsor chemically and surgically mutilating kids so they can't reproduce. You are pushing an mRNA injection which destroys many people's ability to have kids. You're going to hear some stuff here from a show coming up Monday. I don't normally tease shows ahead. Man, I was blown away. This woman used to work for Oprah. No, no. Let me say that again. This woman used to be an Oprah show on a regular basis. She'd been on there 10 times. And then she started to talk about the COVID flu. So we'll get to that. So, okay. So, so far, Chuck Schumer, he, he values American workers. So he ships jobs overseas and he fires them for not taking the injections. And he wants them replaced with illegal immigrants. Chuck Schumer wants more reproduction, except he wants also uh, industrial level abortions. He wants abortions at any point the baby's born, let the baby die on a table, and he wants to trans kids so that they cannot reproduce. But yes, 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 Chuck, continue with your truth-telling. With the same level that it used to, the only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers. And okay, but, but no, 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 no. The United States is 5% of the world's population. Okay. We have taken in at least, and these are old numbers, at least 20% of the world's displaced peoples. There is no argument to be made that we do not have legal immigration in the country. That's not what you're talking about. And all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. He is admitting that our ultimate goal, he says, is to help the dreamers, which is when you hear a phrase like that, you know this, it's marketing. You know this, it's not truthful. You know this, it's emotional. And then he admits it. We want to make every single illegal immigrant a voter. And who had told us this since I've been quoting the Maha for some reason, Rush is on my mind. Actually, I know why Rush is on my mind. Did I tell you this? 
Um, we're going to, I'll get this. You know what? No, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to hold that thought because I've got some emails coming up that I want to read. This, these emails came in the same week um, that I learned some things uh, about, about some radio stuff. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. So he's up against this. But see, this is a thing that only Trump knows how to fight. And this is one of the reasons they find him so dangerous is that Trump does not come in the way they are taught to do this in D.C. You notice that they don't go around unless they're squad members uh, or they are Matt Gates. And I know that they're not the same ideologically, but you notice that they're not afraid to say they're lying. Do you notice they're not afraid to say that? Trump will say things that they're not, they're taught not to say in DC because this is the thinking in DC. This is so vital to understand. When I worked in DC and I would watch Democrats lie about everything, I would go to the communications team and we built a website that was tracking the lies of Democrats. And the way the website worked is we had video of them saying something right next to it. We had source material to prove they were lying. So you said your bill did this. Here's the portion of the bill highlighted. And then we ranked the lie. Or we would have them saying, I never said that. And then next to it would be a video of them saying exactly what they didn't see. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was something like, it was like the Democrat lie raider. And we then had it built so that other people could upload links and and source material. And I took this to the comms team. And you know what they told me? Don't say lie. What? Uh, We don't say lie. What do you mean we don't say lie? Well, we say deceived. (laughs) It's a softer word. And I tried my very best to try to make peace with a lot of the guys and and men and women who were institutionalized um, professional Republicans, because there were some of them, they they honestly, there were some of them who had good hearts. There are a few people who've kept their soul back there. I tried my very best. So what do you want me to say? Uh, The deceptions of Democrats? Yeah, we like that. How is deception different? Or like I would, I would tweet something, um, President Trump, or no, because it was Obama's time. President Obama behind the teleprompter getting ready to read lies. And I would get a knock on the door from the comms people. Hey, Todd, hi. Um, did you mind just saying that, that, that he's ready to deceive people instead of lie? Yeah, don't, don't, don't say, don't, we don't say lie. I said, well, Jeff told me the same thing. We don't say lie, but we say deceive. Why is this? And I finally called a meeting uh, and it was a casual meeting. I said, guys, can we go to coffee? I just need to understand the why behind this. I need you to explain to me why we don't say lie. So they, they took me. Well, no, I, I don't know. Does, does it matter who bought Sticking through this. Oh, yeah, it's DC. <laughs> it does matter who bought. I bought. Yeah, that does matter, actually. So I took them to coffee and said, guys, just help me understand the why here. I'm not getting it. I'll tell you what they said here in a second. It's, I don't know. It's Friday. Do I really want to infuriate people?
in the Christmas season that's coming up, um, I don't know if you if you're one of the few people in the audience who's not yet purchased a my pillow. Uh, I was looking at these. You could make these a stocking stuffer. Or, you know what I love? I love a deceptive gift. Now, I'm not talking about a gift that lies. I like to give people a gift that's utterly deceptive. And uh, you could take my pillow because the way they're manufactured in America, in its small town, Michigan, it's where Mike Lindell grew up. And this is the beautiful part of the story. It's also where Mike Lindell was a falling down alcoholic and drug addict, and he was addicted to gambling. So in that same town, when the Lord spoke to him and redeemed him from all that, Michael tell you it was God. Uh, he stayed there. Many people would have like fled, left town. I don't want people to know I'm that guy. But he stayed and, and he makes the pillows there. So one of the things about how they're manufactured in America is that they're very, very light. You could give someone what appeared to be a box of nothing. <laughs> because of the way they're manufactured. I like deceptive gifts. So I'll sometimes put uh, red herrings in people's gifts. Like I'll put things in it that make sound. Or I will tape sandbags to one side of it so it's ill-balanced. Because it gets people wondering what it is. Or I'll put, um, I'll wrap, I'll you know, close the box, tape it up, and then put stuff on top that's, uh, that's got grooves in it or something. So, oh, what's this? So you could do that with a bunch of my pillows. You could jam probably six of these into a box. In fact, if you have kids in college, now this would be a great way to send them something where they're at. So send them some my pillows. And here's the deal: in college, we all want to think our kids aren't the one drinking beer and throwing up on their pillows, but maybe our kids are, or some of their friends are. And we do know this: that a lot of kids in college they just stop with the hygiene. So do this: go to mypillow.com/herman. And Mike Lindell, just talking about him, will give you the best offer ever. You will receive a standard MyPillow for only $19.98. Use the promo code Herman for special deep discounts on MyPillow.com products. That's MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman. Or go to my page at MyPillow.com and use the promo code Herman for other things there, like the towels. Remember the 60-day money-back guarantee? MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman to take advantage of all of Mike's special offers there. MyPillow.com slash Herman, promo code Herman. So I went out to lunch with the guys, uh, no, to coffee, and here's what they told me about why in D.C. they don't say lie. Is they said, if we say they lie, we say if we say they lie and they say we lie, eventually no one in the country believes any of us. The party. And my feedback was, guys, I we spin. Let's let's be honest, we spin. But I don't think that we lie. Because I've seen the work that our lawyers go through when I need to put something on a website. I've seen the work I have to go through to get something approved, even for a fundraising email. And our lawyers are hardcore. Uh, one of the first things that they did when I went to D.C., I asked friends who'd worked there before, what are the first two meetings I should take? They said the comms team and the lawyers and my lawyer there, no, well not my lawyer, but the committee's lawyer told me, dude, my job is to keep you out of prison. 
So I said, so why don't we do this? Because here's the deal. We exist to put people into office, but if we start using words like lie, there won't be offices to put people in. So this tenuous balance, this, this sense we have that they know what they're doing is very real. And this, this sense that they fear us, that's real. Because what my colleagues were expressing to me is if people really understood to the degree that they are being deceived, there would be huge problems in this country. And yet this is the point we're at in America, thank God, is that we are beginning to see this. And I'll tell you something else the president faces is he faces the revenge of the medical technocrats. You think Tony Fauci, you think Fauci's had enough of Trump? You think that he's happy having taken the president's um, second term from him because Fauci did that. The COVID was the election and the election was COVID. Fauci tanked Trump. And the, the president's biggest mistake was not seeing Tony Fauci as the deep state demon. Um, he's one of the top demons. And he didn't see that. And I hope the president sees it now because I, I've been saying, guys, that when the FDA came out and said it was Trump's fault, it was Trump's fault, it was Trump's fault. He made us rush through this. I've played the audio for you. I can do it again. Because what's coming is unavoidable. The insurance companies are having trouble hiding it. The technocrats, they are not having success in laundering the deaths. Ethical Skeptic says it's about half a million people who died, not cancer, not heart attacks, not diabetes. It's something else. And it started since the injections. And by the way, it's the injected people who are dying. Ethical Skeptic is making a hugely important data case only the way that he can, that this, this mass, this, this uh, all-cause mortality, this is coming from the injections. And what is coming out is not going to be able to be hidden. On Monday, I'm going to run the full interview with this woman, Christiane Northrup. Uh, she is an MD. She's been an MD for, I don't know, probably 30, 40 years. And she was uh, a regular on Oprah's program. Now, I don't take that to say that Oprah knows health, but she was, she was an OBGYN who went on there until she started to tell the truth about the COVID flu. Until she started to tell the truth about vaccines like um, the, the HPV vaccine. When she started to say, no one needs this. Little girls do not need the HPV vaccine. No one needs this. All of a sudden, she became persona non grata because pharma owns the mockingbirds. Now, Christine Northup is free. Well, she's always been free. She's never stopped speaking her mind. I asked her um, a question about fertility. And she turned me on to a phrase that is affecting, it describes something affecting um, the pregnancies of women in this era. It's called decidual cast shedding. It is where the entire inside of the uterus just comes out, usually after three to four days of bleeding and cramping. It's so think about decidua. We, we have deciduous trees. The maple trees in the fall drop their leaves. The decidua is a portion of the lining of the uterus called the endometrium that ebbs and flows with the cycles of the moon and the menstrual cycle. 
The only time in, in the world literature that you find this happening is under times of extreme stress. And there were 40, in our research, 40 cases when we surveyed the world literature until 2021, when they rolled out the shot. Now, what's interesting about the decidual cast shedding, that's in our cohort of about 6,000 women because we started a study called My Cycle Story in April of 2021 when we were seeing all these women bleeding. Now, not from having the shot, just from being around those people who'd had the shot. We've talked at length about how people can pass on the characteristics of these injections to others. And it makes perfect sense. If you think about your body being hijacked into producing 52, 42 to 52 trillion spike proteins. And it's the spike protein we're told that spreads SARS-CoV-2. Why would the synthetic pro uh, spike protein do anything else? Why would it not be sheddable? Why would it not get into breast milk? Or in this case, she's saying just people being around one another. And Pfizer had warned about this. That's coming. They're going to try to hang this around President Trump's neck. So what do we have in ways they're going to try to get him out? They're going to try to indict him. They're going to try to jail him. They're going to try to constitutionally bar him from being president if he wins. They're going to try to continue to ruin him. They're going to try to paint the case that if Trump's in, Republicans can't possibly win. And Mitch McConnell, he's more than willing to throw things. I firmly believe that. But what's coming in pharma and what's coming as a result of these injections cannot be stopped. They're going to have trouble hiding this. I asked Dr. Northrup about, okay, all right. Is there a mechanism that would cause a woman to lose her uterine wall? Okay, we see that it's, we look at, we look and we see a correlation, but can we deliver a causation? Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, way back in 2021, wrote up the 40 mechanisms of injury you can get at drtenpenny.com. You can get from the peer-reviewed literature the 40 mechanisms of how this stuff injures the human body. Now, we know that the lipid nanoparticles that are in these shots go to the ovaries and have a 64 times concentration in the ovaries as any other organ, probably in the testes as well. We know that if you're pregnant, they go to the placenta. They begin degrading the placenta. So that's the lipid nanoparticles. Then there are they form into these carbon nanotubules made from graphene oxide. And that enters into a whole different discussion. And Dr. Northrop went there. And I asked her about, hey, when are you going back on Oprah's show? You guys can probably guess the answer to that. She'd been on 10 times. She'd been profiled in places like the New York Times and the New Yorker and all of the usual suspects. And all of a sudden, they don't want to know who she is. Has she changed her principles? No, she has not. She's always been about mind, body, health. Yeah, so a couple of emails came in at an incredibly interesting time. God has a great sense of humor. Uh, there is this other guy. Uh, well, she's not a guy. She's a woman. Uh, but there is a guy who tells a great deal of truth. And man, man, he's done well. KnowYourRiskRadio.com, Zach Abraham. Uh, it's not without a cost. See, Bulwark Capital Management is a success, I think, because he's under the wing of God. He views this as stewarding people's money in a godly way. Bulwark Capital Management, Zach Abraham. 
Um, I think he's successful because of that. I think he's successful because Zach knows what it is to lose. He knows what it is to watch financial companies he'd gone to work for. Two of them tanked. And he was just an employee there. He said, I don't want this. These people are making crazy decisions. So he found the Boer Capital Management. And he began by truth-telling. The system is rigged against people. And if you're not BlackRock or Vanguard or one of these firms, it's rigged against you. And it's the system that we have. And so we need to work within it. And when he was thinking about this, this truth telling, you know, hey, these are really zero interest rate loans. We know that, right? The, the Treasury broke the law twice on a gargantuan level. We know that, right? Um, they're fighting math and physics. Math and physics will win. These are not things that you're supposed to say or the 60-40 stock bond mix or, hey, you know, actually, we're not going to buy and hold your stuff. No, no, we're going to trade your stuff. But with one focus, risk management. That's the focus. If you manage risk, everything else should take care of itself. Then there's this. You want an honesty check? You want the hypocrisy check? All right, Mr. Risk Management. Should I give all, should I invest all my money with Boer Capital Management? You know what Zach will tell you? Absolutely not. No, I've heard him say it on the program. Absolutely not. We think you should invest the bulk of it with Boer Capital Management, but absolutely not all of it. Why? Zach will tell you, what if we have a bad year? Find me the other financial firms that do that. What if we have a bad year? It's Boer Capital Management. Call them at 866-779-RISK, particularly if you're nearing retirement. 866-779-RISK. Or knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Boer Capital Management is an investment advisor, representative of Czech Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. It's funny of coincidences. And this week has been part of that. I all of a sudden got emails, um, two, three, four, about EIB. Now, I, cons- I consistently get notes from people saying, hey, I-, I heard about you on Rush's program. I'm so glad we found your podcast, God Rest Rush. By the way, thank you for all of that, recognizing God bless the Maha. We're not going to let his name go away in radio. Not that it ever could, but we're going to be actively involved in making sure that people remember Rush. And it happened that I got this, th- these two emails right next to each other from Judy. Hey, Todd, have you ever given any thought to the effect of the absence of Rush Limbaugh and what that might have meant to the midterm elections? He was such a great uniter, had such a wide audience. I haven't listened to Bo Snerdley's show, but I've read his book. Did you ever consider teaming up with him and maybe a few other hosts still keeping God in front? I'm not really a fan of the Clean Buck show. I found um, I, I discovered you from guest hosting for Rush. Keep up the good work. You have a very pleasant radio voice. Judy, 67 years old, female college graduate living in Kentucky. I want my vote back from Mitch. I'd like to have your vote back as well. Um, Clay and Buck, let's keep that in mind. Okay, Clay and Buck. Uh, Michael writes, Todd, first off, I don't like that EIB listeners were snubbed and Clay and Buck were forced upon us. I don't have a medium on AM in the Cincinnati area anymore, 12 to 3. Uh, you, Mark Stein, Ken Matthews, you should have taken over. Um, secondly, I might like Florida Governor uh, personally better, but DJT's, uh, DJT's been unjustly destroyed, persecuted, smeared, you name it, more than anyone I've known or researched. I will vote for him. 
He needs justice and the truth exposed. It's the only way I believe the truth will ever be exposed. So let me respond, first of all, to this. Um, Unclean Buck. Guys, uh, Buck Sexton worked at iHeart for a decade. (laughs) He had a really successful 7 to 10 p.m. show for a decade. And, and and Buck early on, man, he bought into the lockdown madness, and he 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 got sold into the psyop. But when he figured out it was a lie, he became lethal on that. And Clay Travis, he is classic of a guy on one issue who looked at the COVID stuff and said, "What are you doing?" Clay's a lawyer and he's a stats head and, of course, very, very successful, um, having created the um, the OutKick sports site. Lots of stats, a lot of discussion. Now you see Clay beginning to see it all. And he's beginning to understand what red-pilled means and why Democrats are, are the evil party. There's the, Rush used to say, or some people would say the stupid party versus the evil party. All say the evil party versus the laying down for evil party. But Clay gets that. And incidentally, um, the the folks at iHeart had spent a lot of money on Clay's website. So the investment in having Clay and Buck in that time slot, and not everybody's going to be a fan, and they don't need me defending them, but not everybody's going to be a fan, but there was big reasons for that. And incidentally, this is another thing. No one asks me, hey, Todd, were you deeply disappointed that you didn't get the opportunity to, quote, take over for Rush? Number one, no one takes over for Rush. Number two, no. No, I was not disappointed. I, I honest, uh, hand to the Lord, I didn't have a second of disappointment. Now, if they'd come and said, hey, would you like to do this? I would have given it a great deal of thought and prayer. Would I have just done it? Maybe not. Because I want to do what the Lord wants me to do. My goal is to do his will. And if it was God's will that I would have done that, he would have made it available to me and he would have, through prayer, revealed, yes, you should do this. Now, that's all. Here's why this is such an interesting coincidence. Oh, by the way, on the topic of of Rush and the election, I hadn't thought of that to my shame. And yes, I think Rush would have been a great, well, not would have been, would have been a massive unifying force in this election, no doubt. The Maha was, that's something the Maha was uniquely gifted at doing. And no one has ever amassed the radio audience he's had. And I don't know that they ever will again. So here's why this is so interesting and coincidental. I just got an offer to fill in for Clay and Buck in December. So I want you to think about the blessings that we've gotten as a podcast family. Number one, we found each other. Number two, we launched the podcast with a very, very small portion of this audience. Number three, my friend Zach Abraham came to the table and helped me negotiate with my former former company, uh, Bonneville. And Bonneville, they, they negotiated in good faith. So we got to get the podcast audience. So that's why I'm speaking to all of you. And then my friends at Major Creative Marketing in Seattle came and brought money to the table. Zach's and Soda Weight Loss and Bone Frog and all these great partnerships. Number three, then we get this, this deal with Radio America. So now we have a, a, a national show on the weekends and Radio America you know, promotes our podcast throughout their channels. They're bringing revenue to the table. The Lord is so, so, so good. And guess what? I don't have to compromise one bit. In content, not one bit.
And I have an audience of many and a family of many in the podcast form. That's you. But I have a boss of one. And it's God Almighty. And I am here to tell you by way of witness. It was not an easy thing to walk away from a five-year offer in radio. I could have been locked for life. It was not an easy thing to say no to. And doing it caused my family a lot of concern. And I'm here to tell you that my experience with God is when you step out in faith, and I'm not trying to blow my own horn here. God had to, God had to help me through this. God had to tell me, son, I've been preparing you for this your whole life. Stop worrying. I'm here to tell you God is good. He keeps his word. So yeah, in December, if all holds true, I'm told I'm going to be filling in for Clay and Buck. And so to Clay and Buck, guys, thank you. And to my good friends, Craig Kitchen from way back in the EIB days, thank you for being so kind. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be of good faith. The Lord keeps his word.